to Fika for Life. Fika for Life. Here are your super nice hosts. Wow. Yes, Edward Thomas and Lin Nguyen. And today's topic is really specific, isn't it, Ed? Oh, but don't we have a, a special guest today too? Yeah, but I wanted to introduce the topic first, which ah, is motherhood. Organized. Yes, motherhood. Um, and I'll change my voice now. And so for I can that, also join the conversation. I'm a mother, but we also invite our friend Ruth, yes. who's hey. also a mother. Hey, <laughs> hey mommy Ruth. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome Thank you here. for the invitation. Yes, yes you're welcome. So we are going to babble about motherhood today, yes, and there's a special occasion because. Today is, is Mother's, Mother's Day, Day. Yeah. at least in some countries, because yes. in funny Sweden, Motherhood Day, no, Mother Day is Mother, like... Motherhood Day. Motherhood yes. Day. Mother Day <laughs> is not like any... Like, yeah, it's not like, a different day than yeah, the international day. Isn't that strange? Yeah, but Swedes always have to be different. They're like, but we're Swedish, and so we have to do things differently. Oh. <laughs> That's how we do things. So... Uh, Ruth, you're from Romania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Mother's Day today too? No, oh, it is the 8th of March, which is the March. International Women's, Women's Day. Day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ooh, so that was a good day for Mother's Day. Yeah. Mm. But on the other hand, though, not all women are mothers. No, but that's the whole thing. See, because I now I'm going to throw my little man thing in here. <laughs> I think that that being a like we shouldn't separate womanhood or feminism from motherhood. Uh-huh. Like it's not like evil or something. And I think that I like the whole idea of having. Mother's Day on International Women's Day because what you're saying is that you're elevating the status of moms because moms are like super important in our society but they get treated like crap. They don't even get paid for what they do and they should be. But I think it's strange though because if you match it together with Women's Day I think then it would be minimized because I think it's better to have a specific day just for moms. Like for example on on, on Women's Day then mothers are not that special because well in 999 <laughs> cases a mother is a woman so i think it's better Wait, i want to know about the, that other 0.01 percent where the mother is not a woman well she might not be xx woman but xxx uh-huh, woman so okay. or xxy woman okay so she'd be like a trans man no like forget about it anyway <laughs> anyway um, in romania i think it's a little bit different mm-hmm. from what you say um uh, it's more like uh, women uh, mothers are given on priority day. on mm. that day Rather than the other Woman. women. Mm. Okay. I think well, it should weird. be separate, Anna. Because it seems like, I mean, I think that, that I'm an old-fashioned guy, you know. I was born in the last century. And so, uh, uh, us too. Okay, <laughs> Sorry. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're not special. Yes, I am. <laughs> Ignore those two. But anyway, but, but I, feel like, I feel like that that motherhood is special. I can understand mm-hmm. the whole idea of a special day. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm always afraid that we separate motherhood from womanhood. And I think that mother's rights are women's rights. But that's really strange. How? Why would you separate it? Because I've never seen a man becoming a, a mother. Sorry, but... No, no, no. no. I mean, but, but I mean, just in general, we do that. We tend to think like when we talk about women's rights and feminism and things like that, and elevating women's status in society, one of the things that we tend to do is to ignore the fact that motherhood also needs to be elevated. Oh, That's you mean also it's a, a thing that women do. Oh, yeah. It's, so you... Okay, now I get what you mean. So you mean that um, womanhood somehow is negatively separated from yeah from motherhood right. like motherhood's like yeah whatever motherhood is yeah, a choice like and anybody and can be a yeah, mother but it's nothing women. special kind of like that yeah. but it is, is it's really special it's a parenting role of women as, a fo- as opposed to fatherhood which is a parenting role of men and if you believe in complementarianism like I do then you see these differences as something really positive as opposed to trying to make them exactly the same Equal, which means yeah. like that's really weird but they, they are like 
in I think they should be seen like equally in worth, like how much oh, yeah, they're worth, definitely. but they are just different. Yeah. And there is not a there is no hierarchy in it. Like oh, the manly one is higher than the well, female one. The man is higher though. <laughs> Dude, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you are outnumbered here. Don't even sit in things. I'm just joking. I joke a lot. Okay, sorry. About <laughs> culturally sensitive things. Yes, yes, I do because I'm just weird. Um, but no, but I, but I think so. I, I agree with you. I think that they both should be of the same status. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. think that things like... And, and I think that when we're talking about, about motherhood or like being Mother's Day, I think one of the big things like when we think about our daughters. So I mm-hmm. have three daughters. you got a daughter. you got a daughter. All God's children's got daughters. Uh, <laughs> you know, and when we think about like the role models for our daughters, I think that having positive role models for motherhood is actually something that helps daughters. In their, yes. in their identification, how they're growing up and role modeling. Just like having women as CEOs, even CEOs of companies and mothers, mm-hmm. is, still, is also positive. So I think having that diversity of roles in motherhood and in womanhood, I think is something that, is, that we should be striving for. Yeah. So working mothers is man, good. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Working smart is good, but it should be a choice, you know? Yeah, like you shouldn't and, feel guilty and I if think you work many, as a mother. Many people can't can do both. It's so hard. Like, it's so hard to work full time or even part time and be a mom, especially to several kids. It's really hard. Um, And for that, I think you need the support of your partner Mm. Mm. and even society. So I think in Sweden, it's really generous. Well, here, yeah, because here you get paid when you have when you have a baby. You have a paid maternity leave and paid paternity leave. Uh, and paternity leave is six months for the fathers, and it's up to 18 months for the mothers, uh, which I think is really good because it means that, like in the States, you know, um, after six weeks. I think it's not anymore here. Huh? I think it's not anymore like that. It's not like that. Right? It has long, been a long time ago since you were well, <laughs> parents. That was, parent. <laughs> that was back in 1996 when I moved to <laughs> Canada, you know, Yeah, so. but now it's like, I think two. I think two months are like reserved for each parent, mm-hmm. and then you can choose yourself. Who fills the other mm-hmm. time? What kind of weirdness is that? No, it's like it gives it's your free. family more freedom. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you can. We should. Re- what if you if you as a woman ha- have to like you earn more and then Ooh. you have to go work again because you have stuff you gotta pay. Gotta bring them the bacon. Yeah, or the other way around. Your mm. husband maybe earns more mm. and he has to go to work again. So I think it's better if it's more flexible and you yeah. and it and the state shouldn't like put themselves. Like in there and tell you what to do because so you know like your family baby. choice like yeah. families should be able to choose in what way they wish to use their parental leave yeah. as opposed to the state regulating it by some kind of crazy ideology you know, yeah hmm. you know interesting <laughs> interesting, yeah, interesting. Yeah. but i think motherhood starts or when when do you think ruth when does motherhood start Oh, wow. <laughs> the day you're born. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> or um, the very first time you see your mother raising your siblings and then you wish one day you were like her. Mm-hmm. Really? really? Mm-hmm. Did you think like that when you were like a little girl, you see your mom and you're like, oh, one day. I, I mean, I, I told about it that I will have my own kids and uh, probably uh, the things I thought about, uh, they were mostly negative mm-hmm. um, about how much stress it will be for me the same yes. that we were for our mother but um 
they were good parts as well, especially when you see your little siblings like babies, yeah. really new fresh ones. <laughs> that uh -huh. is really nice. And yeah, you can torture them. Yeah, no, exactly. you don't torture them. <laughs> oh, you don't and torture you can kiss oh, them no. until they're like sick of you. <laughs> wow. I did that my really? brother. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I kissed my siblings. I'm the oldest. I don't remember a day when I was like, I gotta kiss. But you maybe you were like a stereotypical guy, like boys. They yes, I tried to bounce. Stereotypically, them. they don't. They don't like go and kiss them a lot. In the beginning, I think boys can be quite like emotional and protective and so on. And then the little sister and little brother grow up and they go start to go on your nerve. And then you're like, wow, no, I don't want the them anymore. Part. I remember that. <laughs> yes. uh, I think motherhood, I think many um, girls or many children, they do want to play house. Yes. So they play, uh, mm. I'm a mom and I'm cooking and mm. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Um, And if you look at a lot of studies, girls tend to play more with soft toys. They play. They tend to play more house really? than boys. Yes. Is that why they have all these like stuffed ah, animals? I think that they play with what they offer. So yeah. stuffed animals are <laughs> no, hard it's not. I don't think so because them. even if you have like even if you have like a bunch of kids and you haven't indoctrinated them with the traditional yeah. stereotypes of a man and a woman, it's even they have even studied monkeys. So female monkeys rather play like with soft toys than male monkeys and male monkeys like to play with like mechanical stuff and cars and stuff and you mm. can't say that this is like well. a social contract because oh, wow. they are monkeys huh. you haven't lived with them <laughs> <laughs> that just made me think something okay guys you hear this get your monkey on go play with some trucks but I mean up. yeah but but I mean I try to encourage my daughter here some cars and here some this and this but she she's not that interested in them and it's not like I, I, I tell her oh don't do that but I try to encourage her but mm. she doesn't want to she wants to yeah. play with her soft toys and I'm like I won't push it on her that's why we had so many Barbies because <laughs> I actually I tried to get all my kids interested in mathematics mm -hmm. and chess so the first <laughs> thing they had when they were small children here's a chess set like daddy's having so much fun move the pawn don't move it like that stupid Move the pod, <laughs> and, and and I thought, oh, I'm gonna have these smart children, mathematics and chess. What <laughs> You're I get, such a nerdy. My daughters are like, like, can a Barbie, Barbie? Oh my gosh! And I tried to throw the Barbies away a couple of months ago. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! And your girls are like, what's wrong it's with like you? It's like I just killed the baby Jesus. <laughs> it's like you can't throw the Barbie. I was like, you guys are you're 24 and 26 and 29. Oh right, I was about <laughs> to ask <laughs> about their age. What about the Barbie thing? Don't throw in the Barbies. Like, I want to give them to my daughters. Oh my no, that's my wife. <laughs> But we're gonna have we're gonna have grandchildren. I'm like, you're not saving these. You're gonna give somebody clothes that the kids wore in the 1990s. Well, it's to our called grandchildren retro. who are gonna be born in the 2020s. No way. You're not putting old clothes in my my grandchildren. They will have the finest designer. Oh wow. <laughs> I you sound so American. They really sound American. I will raise the silkworms myself. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but, but anyway, know, but, but I had a question for you guys. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I'm always curious about this thing about like, um, because as girls, like you could, you have this early stage of, of maybe thinking about being a mom or something like that. I remember like the girls in our neighborhood, like, oh, what do you guys want to play? And the guys are like, let's play baseball. And the girls like, can't we just play house? <laughs> I'm like, uh-uh. And I did not want to be the baby. <laughs> Because they kiss the baby and they have to change the diaper. And I didn't want to be the husband because they kissed the husband. I was like, can I be the robber? Can I be the killer, the zombie? I just want to be anything. I can be the dog. <laughs> yeah, the dog. That was fun. Because I got to lick them. No okay. okay, that didn't sound right. But anyway, I had a warped childhood. Uh, but 
I think that like like when uh, my wife Annette was pregnant, like like when we were dating, I didn't think of her as a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe no, that's not true. Uh, because I was a single dad, and so what I looked at when I saw her interact with my children, uh, with the boys and stuff, I was like, ah, ooh, that's different. I'm like, she could be a good mom. And that became like really attractive. It was like a turn on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mommy, baby, ooh, ah. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and oh then, my gosh, when you dated his wife, you were thinking about his mom. <laughs> not, not, not about my mom. <laughs> And when I kiss my wife, I think about my mom. Mom, that's not true. I'm just telling you that. No, but no, but I was looking at like her mommy potential, mm-hmm. and, and that was like something that was really attractive, is mommy, mommy potential. But I didn't really think of her like mommy, mommy, until she got a baby. Yeah, like once her stomach started popping out. Yeah, and she got crazy. She got crazy. So she wanted oranges all the time. But yeah, but that was then. Like I, it was like from so for me, it was like a different different thing like it was something was that was always part of my wife but then it's something i didn't see until until the then yeah i was like mm-hmm. when she was got pregnant i was like oh my gosh you know or i think that when she used to like because uh, our oldest son eddie has down syndrome and so sometimes he would like wet the bed and he had to have diapers on sometimes and he was still like a kind of older kid mm-hmm. and uh but she would like you know change his poop and change his diapers and change the bed sheets and mm-hmm. and i was just like Wow. And it wasn't even her biological. No, it wasn't her biological. Yeah, exactly. So, and that was this whole thing with like motherhood. Like you could be the biological mother, you could be the the foster mother, you know, the stepmother. Yeah, but but there's still like this role for mothers, you know, where you can still have this influence of another life mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And my and my question to you guys in all this big long introduction uh, <laughs> was was that like. So when do you, like, first you're like a your little girl, mm-hmm. and you kind of see, like, you start looking at how it is with your family, you start f- examining that. But when do you ever, when did you first think, I'm a mom? Oh, I'm oh. a mom. Like, when was the first time you thought of yourself and as, I'm the mom now? Not just, I have a mom, but I'm the mom. I th- do you need some time to think? Oh, I need to <laughs> okay, consider I can, it a little bit start. more. <laughs> um, the funny thing is, like, uh, you know, in the movies, always when you when you give birth to the baby and then you have yeah. a baby and you, and, and in the in the movies, like the mom's just like, oh my baby, and all mm. the pain is gone, blah blah blah, yeah. and they seem to like bond directly, yeah. and then you become this mom per- person. Mm. But for me, it was really strange. Like it was super strange in the sense of. I was taking care of this little baby and I didn't see me as a mom. But the mm. funny thing is, I felt like a mom because of the surrounding. Like, people uh-huh. treated me differently. Really? Yeah, people started treating me differently because, like, like, before I was just Lynn and now suddenly I had a baby. So, people, firstly, they think I'm older than I am because <laughs> I'm a true. mom. That's true. Um, but I'm kind of a young mom. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, not you're like. You're 15 now, so. No, I'm not 15. <laughs> um, and then also people were like treating me with, I don't know if it's more respect or more of a like more distant kind of thing. Like, oh, you were like mature or something. You are mom. You are That's mom true. now. Um, yeah. Mm. And then and then when one yeah, when Nomi started calling me, mama, yeah. like mom, I was like, oh my gosh, am I a mom? <laughs> like. I don't know. To me, it grew on me. Okay. It wasn't something like a moment where I realized, gosh, I'm a mom. It was mm. more like it grew on me. But as you know me and yeah. most other people know me, I have a mom. Like, 
I don't know. It's, it comes natural to the, me. The word in Swedish is called mom mig. <laughs> it comes natural to me. Kind of mothering. <laughs> that's Lynn. Lynn is a natural mother. I can't help <laughs> it. So it's, it's just, mm. yeah. But that's interesting because I never thought about you adopting me. That's how actually Numi was <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to adopt I, Yeah, I want you to be my mom. <laughs> I want you and you and us to be my father and my mother. You guys can adopt me. I could be, I could be Numi's, you know, her older brother. No, that's just so wrong. Mm-hmm. That's right. Aspects. I'm older than mom and dad. <laughs> So that's how I hmm. I became mom, mm. kind of. What about you, Ruth? Uh, I think it's kind of the same. <laughs> kind Surprisingly, of the same. most of women say when they f- feel their first kick mm-hmm. of the baby or something like this, when the belly starts to grow. But yeah, it came progressively to me as well. And maybe it's still not there, like at the <laughs> top of it. Yeah, I think I expect it to be more when I... Uh, I will be aware, or I w- I will start to implement education mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in my daughter, like uh, teach her, mm-hmm. uh, and probably when we get to understand better each other, mm-hmm. to really talk to. Yeah, like when communication is established. <laughs> with yeah, words. I think right. that will. She's so cute now. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but I, I leave this the time to her father. <laughs> <laughs> I leave the interact problem. more <laughs> now. Maybe. Because guys are so dumb, we interact like with babies. <laughs> we're like, we're like, baby's like, yeah, we're like. Probably. It's our caveman. Probably. Inner caveman comes out when we see the babies are. Babies like. I'm I'm really not good at interacting like this with babies so i <laughs> just leave it to jonathan <laughs> wow that's really surprising because mm. I, I thought that you would be like the one that would be like all like okay come on Evelina. no no that's jonathan haven't you seen him yeah i know Actually, he's doing that but, but my theory is this i think that it's the fathers this is why the thing i think about the complementarian thing i think fathers play with their kids more than moms yeah, yeah. because moms are like oh my gosh it's so boring my <laughs> wife never ever went outside and built a snow fort and challenged all the kids to a snowball fight no, like she would never it's do too that. much work. <laughs> you know, and she would never like challenge them to like a mud fight. And she would never, <laughs> like, she never tossed them in the air. She was like, you better be careful, that's my baby. I'm going to kill you if you drop the baby. <laughs> yeah, so that's like, true. I actually yeah. tried to engage a couple of times in doing this, but she wouldn't respond the same way, like, with her father. She's so probably, I just felt discouraged and I give up. She's looking at the size of the arms, like, he's got big daddy arms, she's got little mommy arms. Hmm, <laughs> don't toss me, lady. I want to be tossed by the big, strong guy, you know. But I think I've read something about that because they said that... Um, I don't remember why the woman wouldn't as much, but the woman would be more like cautious. Mm-hmm. So it's always the moms who tell the dads, stop doing that stuff that you're going to it's hurt true. the kid. And the dads are more like, oh, it's, it's nothing. Oh, she it's just okay. she just bounced their head. Blah. Yeah. Like, and we are kind of stupid like, dads. We, we take chances. <laughs> because I don't know how many times I've bounced the kids off the ceiling. Oh, I, I think it was a documentary. I think it's called either Baby or something with like small kids. And they, they talked about um, parenting in different countries and what mm. they had in common, mm. not what mm. they had not in common, but okay. what they had in common. Wow. And for example, it's mostly that like babies or like really small kids who can't really communicate, they are more drawn closer to their moms because mm. in most cultures and countries, the moms take more care of the kids when they are really small. Yeah. Mm. And then in the age of two and three, they draw closer to the dads because then adventure comes in. Mm-hmm. Dads will take him out and do stupid things, yes, while yes, mom is like at home and like cooking and cleaning and and like don't do this, don't do that, don't make your clothes dirty, don't bring dirt into the house. And the dads are oh like, yeah, let's do this. 
And also Why the mother is the one who punishes more. Yeah, usually. yeah. So <laughs> they get to understand that. Uh, yeah, my that wife's age. like, dad's going to come home. He's going to get you. They're like, no, but my daddy in the house. Lock the door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think that that role changes. I think in some families, it could be the mom, it could be the dad, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It depends on like in... Yeah. But the early childhood thing you brought up, I think that makes sense because... I mean, I tried to produce milk. I know that, <laughs> I know that Eunice tried to produce milk. He said he produced milk. What? I didn't see No, he, did, he, didn't, he didn't produce milk, but he tried. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, so some of us some guys are confused. And when, when babies are born, we just we want to do everything. We don't want the mother to have all the, all the fun for herself. And so we tried to produce milk. But breastfeeding <laughs> beginning for me was not fun. It usually isn't. The first it was baby's painful. Heart, yeah. It was blood. It well, just hurt. I'm like, what kind of, what damn. You, what, what kind of milk do you have? No, <laughs> <Vampires>. like, <laughs> no, like it didn't work. It didn't work. And I think there are uh-huh. a lot of women who struggle with it. You should have told it's me. Hard. I would come over and massage you. <laughs> Dude, like, that's so wrong. No, <laughs> like you massage the breast. You put like a warm compress. I mean, no, it's not I think, sexual. You're I my think, friend. I think my, like the nurse said <laughs> that she was latching on wrongly. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Well, uh-huh. That's a big problem. Yeah. And I didn't, yeah. like, if you're first in mind, you had no idea where it was supposed to be. I thought you just put the baby on your breast and then nah, suck and it's, nah. it's, no. It's terrible. For nah. the first two months, no. she couldn't like, grab the it's nipple. It's like a tool. You have to, like, twist them yeah, in the right yeah, way. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. like a th- technique you got to learn. Yeah. And that's also mm-hmm. part of motherhood, like, for most women who breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird that they don't have better, like, motherhood classes. Like, to, because how do you know? But they have Amningshjelpen yeah. here in Sweden, but okay. still... It's still tough, though, because yeah. the autonomy of your body, your mi- nipples might not be really good for breastfeeding, and then oh. you got to train uh, them. Especially, like, when the nipples Ooh. are, like, moving all over the place because, you know, everybody's body's different. No, that's not the thing. That's so obvious you're not the one there. <laughs> yes, I'm looking for the... If you're out there... But, you know, you I want you to... Talk different your body parts in the wrong place let us know we'll <laughs> I, talk about that. I wanted to bring up one little yeah. thing um before before we round up like yeah. in my mom's culture in the vietnamese culture mothers are really praised like in music and poetry in wow. the media mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the family life and when i came to sweden even Germany, like mm. this thing is not it's not a big deal and they have like songs in vietnamese mm. about moms and their sacrifices mm-hmm. and everything and how adult yeah. men in, like soldiers long back to their moms and oh. I'm like I <laughs> wonder I, I think this happens because of women not men because they they feel they are considered weak somehow if um, if they're praised for their really? motherhood here in Sweden uh, they would mm. rather be praised for having a job having mm. managed to Something. pursue their career yeah uh, okay. I think that's why in, in Feminism just took this out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of interesting because really in, in American culture, and especially like, so I'm part African American and, and Native American, and in our cultures, like moms are like really highly praised. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Like even in church, so back home in African American church culture, we write songs. Like in church, they sing songs about you know moms. like there's a song sung by Shirley Caesar, and it says like for the times when I, it's a hus- it's a son that comes to the mom and he wants to. He wants the mom to pay him for doing stuff. And the mom's Ooh. answer, this is a song saying in church, people are crying when they hear it. <laughs> like, for all the times that I carried you, took care of you, when I've sacrificed for you, no charge. The real, the real cost of my love is no charge. And we try to relate it to the love, free love of God and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
but that's like so we sing like a lot of songs about mom and mom like in our culture like so no back home in the ghetto people shoot you <laughs> but if you talk about somebody's mom you should be get shot like to talk about insult somebody's mom is so serious that other people might beat you up because you talked about somebody else's mom because you mm. don't disrespect anybody's mother that's like a law mm. you know so that, so the place of moms, especially, so the same thing when I moved to Sweden, I thought that the position of moms was lowered here. Yeah. And moms weren't as respected. And even on the bus, I mean, pregnant women, when the young kids in Sweden are trying to get on the bus, and a pregnant woman, they won't even let the pregnant lady or the old person get on the bus. They just try to push past. And I'm just like, and I'll tell them, I'm like, excuse me, this is stupid. Excuse <laughs> me, could you, hey, back down, yeah. let the pregnant lady get on the bus first. I know you're not a wild savage. Don't <laughs> let me get mad at you. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Pastor so, ads here. So sometimes you have to take out that immigrant card and just like, <laughs> like, Shh, I don't like, need to be Swedish now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. But so I think we as immigrants maybe have some kind of this free card to maybe tell them, like, oh, we really appreciate our moms and, yeah. and show Swedish people or the Swedish culture that you can appreciate your mom. It's exactly. not a bad thing, <laughs> it's a good thing. Moms are wonderful. I mean, I love my mom. You know, I talk to my mom all the time, and, and like, you know, like, um, like I've never yelled at my mom, swore at my mom. I've never, oh, wow. never yelled at your mom. Yeah, yeah Ruth, let's uh, go, go into the shame like, court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom's a saint. She does everything right. I'm just saying that there's such a respect for her. Mm. So even now, like she's 75 and I'm 57, you know, and there's like, and my wife says, my gosh. Like you like a baby. Thing? She's like your mom could get you to get your hair cut. I'm like yeah, but my and my grandmother. That's even more. My my grandmother was alive. She's like boy, you look like a heathen. Cut your <laughs> a hair. heathen. And, my, and, and that's like I've been trying to get you to cut your hair for like two years. I'm like that's my grandmother. <laughs> I'm losing to there's, my grandmother. There's no if my grandmother says something, there's no argument. I I, I do what she but, does. But but I think I think wow. the thing is though that daughters and mothers they have a special relationship. It's different than yes. son and mother. Yes, it is. Daughters and daughters and, and mothers, they so have, have this. Have boys because uh, as a husband, uh-huh. as a father, in a house full of women, my <laughs> wife and my daughters, I'm always excluded out of the secret, whatever talk women things are there. I don't even know what they're doing. They're like, they're sitting on the couch and they're all like, I'm like, they're not doing anything. They're all going to turn on the TV. What are you doing? You're like destroying the mood. I'm like, what mood? It was boring in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, or then it's like, oh, let's go shopping, you know. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, no, please not. That's like, please, God, do something else. Take away my eyes. You know, it's like we go shopping for hours, never buy anything, you know. And they're it's all window happy. shopping. They're all happy because they could just hang out together and do stuff. I, I don't know. They laugh about stuff. My daughters laugh about things. I have no idea what they're laughing about. My wife starts laughing, and I'm just like, what the? Does somebody smoke crack and not give me any? I mean, please. So, But mothers, we want to shout out to mothers. Hey, moms. Thank you. Thank you for the mm-hmm. sacrifice. Thank you for the good work. Thank you for the food. Thank you for you always do your best, even yeah. though other people don't appreciate it. Yeah, you may not, you, you know what? You may not be as good as the TV moms. They suck because it's all fake. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you're trying to do your best, mom, here's a shout out to you. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, mom. Thank you, mom. Yeah. And thank you, listeners. Go and appreciate your moms. Go buy them flowers, chocolate. Just say thank you no, to them. No, you take your mom out to dinner. Don't be Ooh. cheap. <laughs> Sure. Give them a hug. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? Do something nice for your mother. Don't just take her out to dinner to appease your conscience. Do that too. But do something nice for her. Do take her on vacation. Yeah. yeah, take her on vacation. Spend Maybe time together. My mom's old. My mom just appreciates me sitting in her little hot house <laughs> talking to her. I was like, what? Don't you get bored of me? She says, no. 
She goes, you know, you're my baby. She goes, she goes, my mom says, you know, when you leave your messages on the telephone, you know, I play them over and over again. And whenever I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while, I get to hear your voice. I'm like, that was creepy. <laughs> That's so sad. Ed, you just have to call your mom more often. I call my, we talk for two and a half hours every time we talk. Okay. How much? Yeah. Once we, again? Two, two, and, two and, a half. and a half hours. Per week. No, no, no. We, per like, time. Every time, time. Every time we talk. They could be several times a week. <laughs> it could be Oh, your wife week. must be very jealous. <laughs> You need to meet my wife. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know that? Like, that's a, that's a different topic. I, if I were her, I would be jealous. Really? Let's let's talk about mom. that. Let's talk okay. about that some other time. time. Exactly. Okay. Don't forget to write to us at our homepage, fikaforlife.com. At mail.com, dude. <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. I'm getting old. I told you I'm senile. Fika for life at mail.com. And thank you, Ruth, for being our yes. guest. Thank would you, you like to come back sometime? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like to have you. Everybody, Thank give you. a shout out to Ruth and tell her what a great job she's been doing so we can get Woo-hoo. her back on the show. Woo-hoo. Thank you. All right. Be blessed. Have fun. Don't forget your mom. Have a blessed week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again.